Welcome back for another episode of MedTech On Air. I'm your host, Caroline Moulin, and we're glad to be here today at the start of the new year to welcome back Patrick Boisseau, Director General, Industry Strategic Initiatives here at MedTech Europe. It's great to have you with us today. Good morning, Caroline. Thank you very much for the invitation. Well, welcome. I think you were already a guest in this show back in June 2020, if I remember correctly. Correct, yes, because uh, I think we... MedTech Europe decided to set up a new department on research and innovation, and I would be very happy to update you on the most recent developments. That's correct. This is the topic of the day, research and innovation, and the future of research and innovation in healthcare in Europe. Um, so we'd like to take a closer look today at what we call the Innovative Health Initiative, also shortly called IHI. So let's dive right into the topic, if you agree. And um, what, let me ask you, what is the Innovative Health Initiative and the history around it? IHI, this Innovative Health Initiative, is a public-private partnership. It means the public side is represented by the European Commission and the private side is represented by four European trade associations representing the pharma sector by FPA and Europa Bio, and the medtech sector represented by Medtech Europe and COSIA. Being a public-private partnership, it means that uh, we are joining forces to implement large-scale research and innovation projects to deliver faster products and solutions to patients, citizens, and healthcare professionals. Okay, let's stop then for a minute on this public-private partnership. I'm not too familiar with them, and I'm sure our listeners would like to know maybe some examples of how they apply in the European landscape. This notion of public-private partnership, of course, it's not exclusively European, but it is well developed in Europe. I give you one example. There was a former uh, public-private partnership in life science called IMI, just one little difference. It was um, exclusively focusing on pharma developments and it developed in the past 14 years in Europe. And during 14 years, the European Commission and the pharma companies have joined forces to jointly select and develop products. To give you one example of a concrete deliverable of this partnership is a vaccine against Ebola. If you remember this Ebola outbreak a couple of years ago, and it was some kind of a similar situation to the COVID, where there was such a sense of emergency that the uh, European Commission and its industrial counterparts decided to very quickly join forces and mobilize all their resources to quickly develop a vaccine against Ebola. And it has been very successful indeed. That's a very concrete example. Thank you very much for this. I think I now have a better understanding of this uh, public-private partnership. But coming back on the topic of the day, this IHI, this Innovative Health Initiative, I'd like to ask you about its scope of application in terms of research fields. That's a very relevant question because 
For many people, when you refer to research and innovation, it reminds them about, say, biology, genomics, physics, optics, and many other hard sciences. But here, we, at IHI, we have a much broader understanding of research and innovation. It covers, let's say, all areas, all sciences, even soft sciences, that can contribute to further improve the healthcare delivery in Europe. So beyond, of course, the usual, let's say, uh, uh, studies on, on genomics, understanding the, the onset of diseases, how to develop new therapies, how to develop faster diagnostic. Here, and this is some topics are in, in, in the air already, to focus, let's say, on faster pathways to deliver innovative products and solutions to the market. How to improve the regulatory uh, science to, to further uh, uh, facilitate the uh, access of innovative solutions to patients, citizens, and, and uh, hospitals. So, as you can see, you know we have a broad understanding uh, of uh, research innovation. However, there is a restriction because, let's say, of the uh, uh, basic uh, criteria. IHI will focus only on pre-competitive research beyond the jargon. Now, pre-competitive is not uh, maybe a concept. That, that is familiar to many, but pre-competitive means that several competitors can work together. And they agree to work together because uh, they will not finance, let's say, specific development of new product and solution, but they will co-invest together to develop, let's say, maybe some building blocks, some general concept that will be then used by many other companies. I think there's a diversity of topics here, but I'd like to explore what these initiatives means for the medical technology sector, for, for our sector. The medtech sector has a very different approach of research and innovation compared to pharma. You know, pharma uh, has, let's say, for many, many reasons, has the tradition to have a corporate in-house research much stronger than in the medtech sector where we rely much more, let's say, on innovative startups or SMEs. And then innovation is brought in by large companies at a much later stage to facilitate clinical validation, market access, regulatory approval. So here in IHI, we have to combine basically the two uh, ways of performing research innovation between the pharma and the medtech sector. Because I think I would say maybe the most uniqueness of IHI is its cross-sectoriality. It means pharma and medtech working together. And I must say this is probably the first time that both industrial sectors are working together at such a big scale. Just to remind you, the total budget of IHI is more than 2 billion euros over the, 10 years, the next 10 years. So it's quite a lot of money. So it, I think the approach of combining forces between the pharma and the medtech sector is really, let's say, a very promising contribution to innovative healthcare delivery in Europe. That definitely sounds groundbreaking in, in terms of what we can see in the future of, of research and innovation. 
You talked about these larger companies. So I get this, how these, this initiative applies for companies based in Europe. But what happens if a company has its research and innovation departments based outside of the European Union? Can they still apply or, or join for funding? That's a very good question because everyone knows that research and innovation is now global. So even uh, Europe headquartered companies you know, have some of their excellence centers based outside of Europe, be it Northern America, Japan, Asia. And of course, we have among our members some US headquartered companies as well. So we do not want to restrict the contribution to IHI only to European-based centers of excellence. Yes, the contribution from overseas centers is, let's say, accepted and is approved in IHI. However, there is an upper limitation for their uh, um, contribution up to 20% of the total budget of, of uh, the IHR project should come from overseas centers. So it's in a way like a negotiation, you know, between accessing the excellence science and technology available overseas and, let's say, contributing to this famous European sovereignty or technological sovereignty. Thank you very much for this. Um, and just to make sure we, our listeners and I, get the full picture here, in which way do you consider that this initiative is a big step for research and innovation in Europe? As I mentioned already, you know, IMI has been a big success for the pharma sector. And, but, you know, if you as a patient, if you go to the hospital, you're not asking for a pill or for a drug. You are asking for a treatment or for a solution. And most of these solutions, I would say, are hybrid solutions. That means you mix in a seamless way, you know, techno medical technologies or, or drugs. So that's why it is important at the very early stage of research innovation to join forces between the pharma and the medtech sectors to develop what is usually called integrated solutions. That means if we work upstream together, we, have, we hope to deliver, let's say, integrated solutions that can easily fit in the current healthcare delivery systems eventually benefiting the patients, uh, which I completely and fully understand now. Um, so my, I'd say, last question is, what's next? What's next on the agenda? How long this initiative will be for? It, it took us approximately 30 months of negotiation uh, between the Industry Association and the European Commission and the member states to define the content of IHI, its framework, and so now this work is over. Uh, IHI has been approved end of last year, and now it will start its operation very soon. And I'm very happy to welcome you, let's say, to the IHI inaugural event that will take place on the 26th January. It is an online event, so just Google IHI uh, partnership and you will find all the information to give you, let's say, the big picture about IHI. So this is at the inauguration. And the next concrete step is expected probably end of June this year with the publication of the first call for proposals. It means at that date on IHI website, the first topics open for competition 
will be published and then the uh, public and private consortia, so associating big companies, small companies, academics, hospitals, patients, regulators, and many others, will work together to define and to design, let's say, our research innovation consortia and, of course, the proposal. Then you will have, let's say, a competition and the best bid will win. So let's see each other on the 26th of January at the event then. Thank you very much for joining us today, Patrick. Uh, we hope to see you again soon in another podcast to talk about research and innovation or any other topic that you want. Thank you, Caroline, for the opportunity. Thank you. You can find more about medical technology on our website. And if you want to engage with us, you can review the episodes on Apple Podcasts, leave a comment on SoundCloud, or simply send an email at podcast at medtechurope.org. See you next time, everyone.